Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have this Berenice Tan, founder of Soulside Breathwork Facilitator Training, empowering coaches and facilitators to level up and heal their communities at scale. And Karma-ability. Karma-ability? Oh, my gosh. Karma-ability. <laughs> Karma-ability. A mindfulness business that runs events like goat yoga, and meditations with baby goats. Oh my gosh, that sounds incredible. So, hey, Berenice, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's, it's such an honor to be here. You're welcome. Can you expand a bit more on that as I butchered the name of your second company? Where are you with your business today? And, you know, who do you love to work with? Mm, I feel like you didn't butcher it. I love karma ability. I think that's beautiful. <laughs> There's your third company. Boom, sorted. <laughs> yes, the ability to produce more karma. Uh, so, where my business are now? Mm, Karmably has expanded, uh, and uh, I'm kind of like a silent partner now. So I've got a, a group of uh, people that run it for me, and then I just uh, kind of point in the creative direction and and also come in uh, when they need me. And then Soulside Breathwork facilitated training this has been like the become the love of my life so it started it started about uh, five years ago yeah and uh it was where it is now is uh, at the moment we're working with coaches and facilitators and healers and empaths and spiritual leaders and people who are budding entrepreneurs and the piece here is they know that they are here for something great and they've been through the the grind they've been through the gauntlet of mm. of business which is like having to hustle to get to having to having to hustle and push and force themselves in order to serve in order to make an impact and coming from this place of it's never enough i've never done enough <laughs> there's not enough time Mm-hmm. And no matter how much impact I make, uh, I get to the next tier and I should be celebrating. But instead, I celebrate for one moment and then it becomes about the next thing. And then it starts all over again or there's the <laughs> next start- level, next challenge. It's like, oh, my gosh, it doesn't stop, but you have to keep on going. So when, you're, when your clients come to you, where, where are they with themselves? Where, what do you have to help them to maybe work through traditionally to start with? That mm. once you 
get through that, whether it's a belief or a pattern or behavior, then they can like fully take in what it is that you do. Mm, you know what I love about about my clients is that they're in this place where they're so powerful already. They've done a deep level of work and they're really committed to change and solutions. Most of the time, they've already done something like NLP certification or they've got mm. their own certification. And, and so they're coming to me and it's like they don't even have a real, uh, they know they don't actually have a real problem. They just have this awareness that they're almost too aware of their problems and that they can coach themselves out, them, out of them at any time. And because they're so powerful and often they're a reflection of myself, which means they can be very heady, which means they're very logical, solutions-based, outcome-based. They're, they're so good at being able to coach themselves and take themselves into their highest projection that they also are able to live outside the moment and they're aware that they're missing parts of their lives they're missing presence they're missing time with their families they're missing leading from the heart they're missing the greatness that is ushering them forward from within that was the reason that they started but they don't know what to do about it because they know and even and they even know this they know that whatever thinking created the problem is now perpetuating the problem and cannot solve the problem with the level of thinking that they have. <laughs> this, is, this is funny. We, we can talk about this because, I mean, we were chatting and laughing offline before, you, before we pressed record about, oh my gosh, knowing too much, it's, oh, it's a blessing and a curse. So we'll talk about your side of this in a bit, but with your clients, so it sounds like you know, they, they know the problems. They know what's happened. They know what's going on. But logic gets in the way. But the the trying or knowing what they should do, maybe knowing all the right answers, kind of gets in the way of the truth behind it and then the real actions that make changes. Is is that fair? 100%. Yeah. So what, felt- what do you do then? What, what do you do to just break this down? So they're like, cool, shit, okay. I now know what I should be doing rather than all these buzzwords and affirmations that can help have a place, but can be controlling as well, or they can mask the problem. Yeah, beautiful. So what I do is I get them back into their bodies and back into the into the sensations that they're feeling. Now, there's a structure in the brain called the thalamus, which allows you to switch between thinking and feeling. And there's this illusion out there that you can have both. But the truth is that you just flick so fast between those states that it feels like you're doing them simultaneously at the same time. And so the answer is, well, cool. How do we actually be with our body and our sensory experience? And this is through the breath. And it can be so simple as stopping and creating a pause and doubling the exhalation. This is the golden ratio of breath. If you can double your exhalation, then you're automatically going to downregulate your nervous system, slow down your heart rate, and go into your parasympathetic nervous system. And you'll know that because you'll feel like saliva in your throat. Uh, You'll feel calmer. You'll feel um, your relaxation response activating. And in that moment, we're no longer in that place of laser laser focus of having a spotlight on needing to get the answer right on the stress of needing to get the perfect solution in this moment instead we're in this place of creativity of lateral thinking and we can access all parts of ourselves Mm -hmm. and so 
it's like people come to me and they know, yeah, I'm the problem. I know that I'm in my own way. <laughs> and, and you can almost hear this deep sense of shame around it because they know and they've cycled this pattern again and again and again, and it's broken let's, them. Let's double tap on that, that, that the shame and the guilt that comes with this. So with this awareness of, yeah, I'm in my own way. I'm the one that's causing this. With you providing the solution, such as breath work, that is so simple, that is always at our fingertips. How does that, what journey emotionally and mentally do you take people through to realize, yeah, you are in your own way. You are the cause. You're also the solution. And it's been at your fingertips the whole time. It's a fine line between guilt and then forgiveness. Mm. Mm. The journey looks so different for everyone. Sometimes it can be as simple as talking them into their bodies with pauses and very simple breath work. Mm. And some people need a little bit more. And in that sense, then we take them on a full breath journey, which means to use a breath that is sometimes called uh, circular or Wim Hof or shamanic or rebirthing or transcendental. Uh, we call it the soul side breathwork method. And in this journey, we've condensed our all of the techniques that I've learned over the years and made it so that we can create the most change possible in the least amount of time. And mm, so there we it do is. this. And, That's mm. it. The most amount of change possible in the least amount of time. How beautiful is that? So at your fingertips, what, yeah, all the toolkit that you have, all these techniques, can you break down quickly, just rapid fire? What are you able to help someone, especially entrepreneurs who are stressed, who have distractions, who, um, you know, worry, have fears, um, need slowing down, sometimes need speeding up? What range of things can you help people to, to get from one place to another? Beautiful. So we have three different techniques. We have functional breathing or foundational breathing, which is designed to optimize your energy to completely revolutionize your focus and then make your oxygen delivery efficient so that you're no longer uh, having to overcompensate with your breath and then actually draining your energy and being in a state of hyperventilational stress. That's level one. Level two is state changes. These are different techniques derived from pranayama, from a yogic background, which are designed to instantly change your state in the moment within four to six minutes. And so that can take you into an energetic state or into relaxation, into hyper-focus, into, mm -hmm. um, into what else? Energy, relaxation, hyper-focus, and relaxed focus. And then the last level is where we access the quantum benefits of breathwork. And this is the trauma release. This is spontaneous healings. This is gift activation. Um, and at this level, it is the most adv advanced form of breathwork where we actually deactivate the prefrontal cortex by changing the levels of carbon dioxide and oxygen in the brain so that you're able to drop into your limbic system and the most reptilian parts of your nature, access your ancestry, and then create alchemization of past traumas, past hurts, release unconscious baggage, and then integrate it into now so that you can actually be present with who you are, what your gifts are, and the reality that is not the reality that you believe is out there based on your past projections. That right there, 
That is a beautiful soup of the science, the proof, the woo, and I think everything in between. <laughs> I love that. I mean, talk, talk more. That's my love language. Tell me more about this change in the oxygen inside your brain so you can access different parts of it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is fascinating. I love this stuff. <laughs> I love that you referenced it as a soup. It really is. Okay, because I'm going to explain the, the primary technique we use, which is the soul side breathwork method, but understand that the a lot of people think that spirituality and science overlaps. It actually doesn't. They're just 100% truth on each side. The, and they do not make sense together. So I'll tap on both. Okay. So in terms of the science, when we're doing this breath technique, we're, we are scientifically openly hyperventilating for a controlled period. And that means that we're over-oxygenating our bodies. And because we're over-oxygenating, we always have about 96% to 100% of oxygen in our bloodstream anyway, we put more oxygen in and then we go into oxidative stress. And there's a, a thing called the Bohr effect. Now, the Bohr effect um, speaks to the affinity of oxygen uh, without the presence of, of carbon dioxide. And if there's not enough carbon dioxide in your body because you're breathing so fast and deep that you're releasing it too quickly, the oxygen can't be released from the bloodstream into your tissues and into parts of your brain. And so what happens is because of the way the brain evolved over time, uh, and this is a, based on the triune brain theory, which is from the 60s, so understand that it's not complete, but it is a metaphor that we use. When we first came into the world, let's say, as like in our reptilian brain, uh, there was like the drivers of sleep, hunger, uh, sex, and then we evolved into the mammalian brain, which is where we can feel our emotions, which is why elephants will mourn their dead. And they'll go and visit the grave sites of their ancestors again and again because they, they can feel. And likewise, you can see it in your dog. They're like, oh, I miss you, right? And then the final layer was the neocortex or the human part of the brain to develop. And this part is the part that is just constantly on and just thinking and planning and executing and judging and judging yourself for judging others, just always going. And that part of the brain, because it is the youngest, it is the most sensitive to chemical change. And so when we over-oxygenate or hyperventilate through this breathing technique, then it begins to deprive certain parts of the brain and body of oxygen. And that part, the prefrontal cortex, is the first to switch off. And then often it can feel like you're in the breathwork, nothing's happening, nothing's happening, nothing's happening, boom, in my body. <laughs> oh, I can feel, it's like, it's almost like a plant medicine trip. You can feel yeah. suddenly, like, can feel just everything because you're accessing this part of the brain that was previously shut off to you because you were just thinking all the time and this is where the spiritual and the esoteric comes in the woo-woo and so you're able to access the limbic system the emotional part and the reptilian part and when you really think about it your ancestry is locked in your DNA and the unconscious intelligence that runs your body. It's like, why do, why do you get a cut? And then your cut just heals itself. You don't like look at it and go heal, like <laughs> command you to heal. Instead, it just naturally begins to heal itself. Likewise, your heartbeat just continues on and on and on. And this is because there is unconscious intelligence, which has been passed down genetically from generation to generation. We are the way that we are because we all derived evolutionary wise from our single-celled organism somewhere millennia ago. And through breastwork, we're able to access 
our DNA, our unconscious intelligence. We close the gap between the unconscious processes and conscious processes because we become conscious of the unconscious, which is the process of continuously breathing without actually having to think about it. And then you're able to make changes in your past lives. You're able to integrate your wounds that have been carried on uh, through generations. And you're able to access the gifts of your lineage that have been passed down to you, but you've rationalized away because you live in a modern world where education is formalized and mm. very boring sometimes. Well, there was a trip. This isn't boring. I mean, this is <laughs> to hear this. I mean, so many people are just like, so just tell me what to do to breathe so I feel less stressed. And sometimes that's all people want to, to, to hear. That's all we need to know. Tell me what to do. What's the benefit? Do this get this, do this, feel this, beautiful. But understand the logic behind it, to understand what's actually linked to it, what else it could actually do. Now you can find, now you find what's right for you. Now you find that the techniques, the, the strategies, the different ways of working to unlock, change, evolve, whatever it might be for you personally. That's why I enjoy <laughs> deep diving into this stuff, to find out more. And then find the nuances of here's why it works well for me. Here's why it doesn't. Or here's why this one doesn't work, doesn't work at all. Oh my gosh. Probably do it for the wrong reasons. So, hey, I, I love breaking this down. One thing you did say, unconscious intelligence. So I want to sort of flip this ship around and talk about this from a your business from your perspective as a business owner. Obviously, you've had multiple businesses one you've been able to remove yourself from the other one is okay it is evolving it's changing it's obviously still tough obviously you can manage yourself through any stresses any worries you can prime yourself reduce down it's great but that unconscious intelligence where within your business do you think you have this unconscious intelligence that's helped you get to where you are today, but actually it kind of holds you back as well. <laughs> I would almost say, oh, you know what? Yes, it is unconscious intelligence. Um, where it moves me along and holds me back is my ability to execute. I can, I know how to collect data. Um, in fact, that was my first journey when I went to, when I first wanted to start a meditation studio, I went to America and sat in every major meditation studio for mm. three months and recorded every single person that walked in and walked so out. So you accumulated this wealth. <laughs> yeah. I'm amazing at accumulating data and then making connections and then deciding on the most efficient and best way to do it. Mm -hmm. Logically. And so when my heart and we can talk about this in like a feminine slash masculine dynamic and so each of us has a masculine and a feminine within us right and the feminine within me wants to lead she's it's a sensation it's a feeling it's a truth mm. moving through my body which is the like the base plate of the business and what i allow people to do when they work with me um when she speaks and, and my head is like yeah but that's a dumb idea like why would you <laughs> Why, why would you run this event in person when you just run it online for way less money and way less effort? Why would you go and uh, help that person in your DMs when you know they're never going to be a client because it's just not a good fit? It's like, 
why, why would you go and work with that person? You don't even know them, right? It's like this, this voice in my head or says, knows the logic behind business and knows the best thing to do, that the most revenue driving, the greatest mm. strategy in my heart. So it's that inner conflict. You know mm. what you want to do. You feel what's right, but you have this other part, which is, no, nah, that's not going to work. Here's what you should do instead. Why are you thinking about that? Come on, idiot. Come over here. <laughs> is, is that what kind of is going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So what do, what do you do? How do you balance that? Or is it still, it's ongoing. You're still learning how to do it. But how much is that holding you back? Mm, it's always ongoing. In terms of holding me back, where I would say it still holds me back is... Hmm, We're going to get super, super vulnerable. So even, even in uh, this, this session right now, right. It's like, there's, there's this piece of me that is like, ah, oh, like open and excited. And then there's this other piece of me that's like, don't say that it's done. Or um, like it, it's trying to extract. Okay. Mm. What is, what does Mark actually want me to say? And what is he, what will give him the most value as opposed to what's the truth that just wants to come through you? through you and out your mouth because that is pure chaos and that's going to create the most that's going to chaos is a creative portal where new ideas are born whereas if I'm just trying to regurgitate other ideas and give you what I think you want then ultimately you know we'll both walk away from this conversation you'll be like oh yeah that was good but it's like you you okay here's here is the life of the entrepreneur in real time and that was beautifully eloquently put it's you want to know what how should I answer this so that Mark and there's enough value for the Unforget Yourself show and and I can be seen as the professional? You can't say that. People will think that you're, you can't struggle. How dare you? Oh my gosh, we had one, one chap on the show who didn't want to say anything negative, didn't want to talk about the business because then people wouldn't see him as the expert and he would lose clients. And mm. whilst with that fear, yeah, that probably will happen. However, it's not discounting your business and what you do and what you serve. It's showing you to be a fucking human being that this is tough. As I said, you're an expert being able to manage the body, manage the emotions and manage the mind from a physical perspective. You've got this shit down. It's hypnotic listening to you talk about it. Just means you're flawed in other areas. You can't be the master of everything every single second of the day. So to talk about yeah, what you're going through, let's talk to the feminine. L- let her out. Just let her say what she wants to say because <laughs> that person saying, what would Mark think? Mark said, green light. Do it. Mm. It's kind mm. of the point. Mm. So where's that masculine side of you, which sounds like there's a mm. lot of weight and there's a lot of fears to it. Mm. What is so big and scary? Can you say that last bit again? What is so big and scary? So big and scary. How much time do we have left? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, we're going to write every single wrong going. <laughs> it's 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 a great question. It's that's that's a fantastic answer because it is it can be so so tough. So yeah. without diving into it and going on a full full session here, it's like well. 
where else does this show up? And people at home can be playing along. Where else is this, the duality of your mind showing up, the things that you feel, the intuition that you want, the truth that you want to, I want to be doing that. I want to be saying that. I want to come across as this. However, your partner, the gurus, the people that you think are your clients want to hear you say this. When are you out of alignment? When are you not being authentic with yourself? And how mm. is that impacting your business? Oh, I've got it. I've got it. Okay, you're speaking to the feminine now. Okay, so my true nature and the way that um, I move through like ease and flow is to be super compassionate and to be really tender and to be really soft and nurturing. And because I came through the personal development industry and uh, the coaching industry, I learned where I was still people pleasing and where I was not um, actually being in my power. Mm. And so where I'm held back at the moment is there's this level of, um, there's this make wrong in myself and my natural expression of wanting to, wanting to please whoever I'm with. Um, And instead of being true to myself in that moment, because the context is always changing, it's like Mm. maybe in this moment what's required is for you to be in that compassion. Maybe in this moment it's required for you to be direct and brutally honest and punch that person in the face with the truth and then give them a hug afterwards, right? But it's like... (laughs) Punch them in the face with the truth. And then hug them afterwards. (laughs) And there's this questioning going on. There's this finding, finding my feet in that. It's like instead of just being one way, how do I be completely okay with every incarnation of myself in that moment and never, ever make any part of myself wrong mm. and keep trusting and moving forward and trusting? I think that's trusting yourself. I think it's, yes, now I'm going to talk to the masculine part, which is the action. You've got to do it. You've got to try it. You've got to see what's right for you. And let's put this across all areas of, of business, you know, whether it's marketing, sales fulfillment what's right for you how is it how can you come across as the best version of yourself the most authentic but it might mean i lose this sale cool it means you're gonna find your voice for the right ones and that could be a scary thing so i guess uniting those the duality of masculine and feminine it's like yeah you need both of course you need yes how can they work together to complement rather than and fights and maybe the masculine needs a bit of a slap around the face and be like hold on hold on <laughs> let's let's try this because the benefits of being authentic and in alignment outweigh the positives of faking it or trying to be someone that you're not yeah and may I speak to that to be of space because that was my entire journey with my first business with karma blue it was like I was just trying so hard to be spiritual that every, I remember running these events and feeling like the biggest hypocrite and imposter and just being covered in sweat, honestly, because I was so afraid I was going to get found out because Mm. I knew that I was telling people, go and look after yourselves, go and put your self-care first, be present. And I personally was just (laughs) exhausted. I was exhausted. I was not putting myself first. I was in my head. I wasn't trusting. And and running the business from that place, from that inauthenticity, it ultimately led to burnout, which is why I stepped out. And mm. yeah, and there's and I love that baby and I'll always nurture it and, and praise it. But it, I like I 
cannot go back into it. It's like I cannot go and be part of it in a really full and heartful way because of how I traumatize my nervous system trying to be somebody else within that business. But from what you said there, the lessons in that, and yes, we have to find the lessons of all the failures. Everyone keeps saying that. It's like there's, there's a gift in everything. We have to find it. We can't acknowledge, yes, it was shit. Yes, it was hard. But the gift in there is, you, you know what it's like to be completely inauthentic. I mean, probably you, you were probably using all the tools that you had to manage yourself. So I don't think you were as inauthentic as you said you were. But you were str- true. But you were struggling. So that imposter syndrome, you have an embedded belief. I think you have the embedded belief of what can go wrong, who I am. So if you take that into the new business, um, subconsciously, it might still be there. So to try and eradicate that through authenticity. Mm. I would say that's the, one of the next best steps. Mm. Hey, Berenice, this, is, this has been so much fun. I've loved breaking this down with you. We could talk for hours. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Thanks for being the masculine directing where we're going. This is great. Oh, hey, you're so welcome. This has been so much fun. Look, if people want to find out more about, about you and the amazing work that you do, where can they find you? Yeah, so if they find me on Facebook, I'm Berenice Tan. Uh, on Instagram, I'm Burr Breathwork. And then on Spotify, I'm Breathwork Burr Tan. And there's a bunch of free practices on there between five and 15 minutes that are specifically geared towards facilitators, coaches, and entrepreneurs. Um, that can allow you to shift your state and come back to your body and be in your presence. Uh, and other than that, uh, yeah, I'd just love to hear, love to connect. So feel free to reach out uh, on my social media and uh, I'll be in touch. Super stuff. Well, everyone, if you're curious or you're like, holy shit, I need this, go check it out. But Verena, thank you so much again for, for being with us and sharing so, so authentically. It's been beautiful. Thank you, Mark. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their (laughs) earballs. All the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. (laughs) See you next time. Bye.